Hi, this is Roy Worley. Welcome to the interview show that brings on guests from all walks of life. Yeah, it's here that they tell their stories and delve a little deeper into their lives to see what got them where they are. So grab a drink, have a seat, and relax, because this is The Leo Effect. When was the last time a short movie shook your emotions to the core? When was the last time a short movie caused you to rethink everything you stood for? When was the last time a short movie made you proud to be an American? When was the last time you felt the emotion to stand up and cheer after a short movie? The new short movie, I've Got Your Six, written and directed by Bill Foster, one of the industry's newest and fastest climbing directors, will answer all of those questions. Rarely has there been so much packed into a short movie that when you leave, you'll feel more proud of our American military veterans. A movie that was cast only with American military veterans will have you on the edge of your seat cheering for our veterans and what makes America great. I've Got Your Six will be hitting the film festival scene soon. Be prepared to drop what you're doing and go see this powerful movie when it comes to your area. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Leo Effects. Today I'm joined by a very special guest. I've been waiting for a while to talk to her and I finally got the chance and I'm super excited about it. That little clip that you heard at the beginning of the show, that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I really, really hope that you, you know, after the show, go check that out further and hear the whole thing for yourself. But until then, let's get a little bit uh, behind the scenesy with it. And please allow me to introduce the artist of the song, Jamie Jean. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so to kind of jump right into this and get get this ball rolling, the yeah. uh, song that I was referring to there, um, the title is I Can Dream Can't I? And uh, I just, what's that all about? Um, ironically enough, when I wrote the song, I actually found the title in this old songbook that I found at my grandma's house when, um, we were like cleaning out our house one day and I saw this old book that had like a thousand classic songs, like Sweet Caroline and like Amazing Grace. And sometimes when I like don't have inspiration to write a song, I just look at the table of contents and I saw I Can Dream Can I? And it just sounded like a really cool title. So I, I wrote the song around that idea and I guess it just sort of like one idea led to another to another and the whole song just kind of like it could mean it's up to interpretation obviously but it ended up just sort of sparking different memories in me with past relationships and just the idea of like I've lived in my head a lot in my life <laughs> and it's just kind of like a cute little take of like I can dream can't I you know um if that makes sense so that was sort of the general absolutely so would you say that your your grandma was your inspiration behind all this <laughs> um you know what um because she's lovely and she has passed on um i yes of course she's definitely an inspiration <laughs> um but i she wasn't like um she she was musical but she wasn't like super super musical i think it was just this 
like ironic sort of like stumble upon this music book. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yes and no is a good answer to that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. Yes and no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're based out of Nashville. Why didn't you go with a country sound? Good question. I think a lot of, a lot of people ask me that. Um, well, I actually went to Belmont university in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, and I graduated a couple years ago. And since then I've been trying to find my sound. And I like, since I've had a good like six years in Nashville now, like I've been able to really like establish like what kind of music I want. And if I like country, because it's one thing, if you just like show up in Nashville, you kind of have this immediate pressure to do country, but right. you know, if you, if you sit there for a while, like you kind of like, you find who you really are, no matter, you know, whether it's a country influence, you know, or not. Um, I, I used to play in short, I used to play country a lot. I used to play at a lot of the bars downtown and stuff. And I just didn't, um, it didn't resonate with me. So I've, this is my first sort of dipping my toes into pop this, this single. It's my first attempt at it. Okay. That's, that's a fair answer. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> but I do, I do like country. A lot of the newer stuff isn't my favorite, but in general, I, I do love country music. Awesome. Yeah. What, what is it that you're hoping that the listeners, like anybody that listens to your song, what is your hope that they take away from it? Um, well, ironically, I think during this time, it's obviously a pretty like scary time for a lot of people. Um, and I would hope that just a song like this, if people get the opportunity to listen to it, can I, one, just escape from the anxiety that's being promoted in the media and everything, you know, whether you agree with it or not, it's just anxiety, you know, like riddling, but, um, yeah, well, one, an escape or two, just like, just sort of encouraged daydreaming. I think it's important. I think it's important to dream about things and like, just look past like what's right in front of you. And I don't know, just kind of have a, an imagination. Absolutely. And uh, you, this is your first single? It's my first single in this pop direction. I released in my first EP uh, at the end of 2018. Um, and that was more like folky, uh, probably more closer to country, actually. But that was the first thing I ever released. So I was just like, I need to release something kind of thing. I was just getting to this point where I was like, I can't be afraid anymore to put out music. I just need to do it. So anyways, I just released it finally. and fi And I think... Once I got past that first release, I was like, okay, like I can sort of like fine tune like where what kind of artist I am. So this is my process of finding that. All right. Okay. I see where where you're going with that. That's awesome though, that you're you know, you put out something before and you kind of switch directions. That's really cool. It it shows well, that think, you're multifaceted. Yeah. Well, people are really afraid, I find, like to fail with music or any creative endeavor. You know, they're just like afraid to like do the wrong thing, but really it just teaches you. Like I, I don't regret releasing a folk record or anything, but it showed me that I you know, like, that's not the kind of music I would like. So I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's definitely like a little scary to put yourself out there that way. But it's allowed me to see what works for me, what doesn't. Yeah, yeah. And when it came, it came out in April, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Um, yeah, so this month. I like literally, I think April 3rd. I forgot the date already because all these days have been like all meshed together. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I do. I believe I read that it was April 3rd. And, and the fact that it's out now, are you kind of nervous about the way people might, you know, uh, receive your, your, your new EP or your new single? I mean, always. I think. I, it would be weird if somebody was like, I don't care. Like, you know, everyone, 
like I, I get really annoyed when people are like that. It's like, come on, it's always like a little bit scary to just put yourself out there. And, but I'm trying to think of this as more of a marathon and not a sprint and just like, you know, putting out things and finding my sound and not defining myself by one song kind of thing. That's yeah. my only way of releasing the tension with that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. <laughs> did you have to do a lot of takes since this was kind of a, a different direction for you? Or did you just kind of go right into it and like, oh, yeah, this is natural for me? <laughs> I was so confident. I just knew exactly. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I like I just started, I would say last summer, I um, I spent a lot more time writing and I took it more seriously. And I was like, all right, like I need to really write every day and just find out what I, what I resonate with. And I just started to listen to more pop. I don't know what, where it came from. I just decided to, and it's weird because like, I used to just be like obsessed with like really obscure music, like purely like folk or just like, even just like old folk music and stuff. But I, it's like, I've made this total change and it's not like I'm obsessed with everything mainstream right now. There's a lot of terrible things going on a lot of really great things going on in my opinion <laughs> but um but yeah I, I it's been a process because I worked with this producer who's really great and I ended up sending him just a bunch of demos and I apologized in advance I'm like I'm sorry some of these suck um and I just sent him a bunch <laughs> of stuff and I was like just just tell me what, what makes sense because at this point I'm too in my head about it so just tell me <laughs> so go. he helped he helped with that for sure awesome <laughs> All right. Well, where can people go to hear, you know, to find this song? Um, anywhere you listen to music, uh, like Spotify is the sort of main place that everyone goes to now. So that's obviously an option. Um, there is a music video on YouTube. If you search Jamie Jean, I can dream, can I, or just I can dream, can I, it'll probably come up. I haven't looked, looked it up if that comes up, but, um, I would imagine. <laughs> Um, yeah, the music video, actually, I recommend looking at that because I don't know if you've seen that, but the visual is definitely like helpful, I think, with the song. Um, the guy who did the video is super talented, and I think that's a cool, um, like a good marriage with the song. Absolutely. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, I'd kind of like to shift gears a little bit. We, we've talked a great deal about the song. I'd kind of like to get to know Jamie a little bit better and have the listeners kind of get to know the artist. <laughs> sure <laughs> anything <laughs> okay so how long did it take you to realize that this is what you wanted to do have you always known or did you have to take a bunch of classes or are you just naturally gifted musically uh well my mom was a singer so I always had this sort of singing ability since I was a young kid but then um I went and I went to Belmont and Nashville like I said before um and but I decided to study music business because I sort of have this like constant battle in my head of being a very practical person while also having a lot of creative dreams. So I never know how to sort of work that and manage it. So I was like, OK, like I'll get a business degree. And then also like but I had always just had this nagging voice inside me like I knew what I wanted to do. I was just but I was just like trying to be too practical about it. And there's just a balance, you know, you have to find with that. Mm hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. And uh, you had made mention before that you played uh, at like some bars and things like that. Or, you know, do you have uh, any particular specific first gigs that you did that just kind of stay with you forever? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, my first like 
regular gig I had was in Wisconsin. I'm from Wisconsin. That's actually where I am right now during this quarantine with my family. Um, but I played at this coffee shop and it was like, and it, they had me play for like three hours. I'm like, what kind of material do you think I have? Like, honestly, um, but <laughs> smelly cat, of course. It, right. <laughs> I know at the time I was just like, um, it was just a good opportunity. So I just sat there with my guitar and this amp I bought at like a garage sale. And I sang from like a music stand. I don't know. And just to like, oftentimes empty rooms, but my friends would always come and it was just a really like special memory and it felt really intimate, which was cool. I think that, you know, once you play like more places and you start to take music as a career more seriously, the intimacy gets away from it. So it's, it's sometimes my heart's just like, Oh, like I, I love that time. So that's probably the first gig I remember. Awesome. That's yeah. great to have a support group like that. Like your friends and family support you. Oh my gosh. It's, it's everything, you know, it's really, it just makes you feel like, because as an artist, like, you know, it's just, it's obviously like hard in the beginning to like get people to know your music and just be out there, especially cause I'm just like, I don't know, I'm not super like extroverted. So I've had to like, just find my ways to kind of do that. Um, and so my friends and family have just been so supportive and it's been helpful for sure. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And what would you say, like, how do you create a song? Do you kind of all the time you're humming to yourself? Do you carry a notebook with you to just scribble inspiration that comes to you? Or do you say, okay, I have to write a song and you sit down and just knock one out? Um, all of the above, probably. I think it could be anything. Um, with this particular song, I found the title in that book. And then I found a beat like on GarageBand <laughs> and I like just <laughs> put it on loop and I uh, recorded it myself, like a really rough demo. Um, so usually when I'm just like, it depends on the kind of mood I'm in. Cause I can write in different ways and stuff. But if I'm trying to, but if I need inspiration and I feel like a little bit stuck, I will just like find a beat or I'll find like just a melody like online and then I'll sing to, or I'll make a song to that. Cool. That's not the first time I've heard of somebody using GarageBand, actually, to, oh, yeah. uh, you know. It's I, helpful. I, People don't, like, talk about it enough. It's actually, like, a really good, like, beginner's tool. Like, I would love to get it more into production as my life goes on because um, I love the idea of just, like, knowing how to use Pro Tools or any of those, like, mediums. But GarageBand is, like, pretty lame, but I'm, like, <laughs> but I, it definitely is helpful. I'm, I'm glad to know anything about it. Nice. Sure. <laughs> and so with, like, using these different tools and, and figuring out, you know, where you want to go and what direction you want to do, is there anybody in particular that you'd like to do a collaboration with? Oh, gosh. Um, there's a lot of people. I think, I, I always thought it'd be really fun to, like, do, like, like a dancey type song. So I'd love to collaborate with like, like a DJ of some sort. I really don't even have somebody in mind. I really like Louis the child's work. I, that's kind of like far fetched, but I really like, like the, their vibe. Um, so something like that would be really cool mm -hmm. and it would be different for me. Um, so it'd be kind of pushing myself outside of my comfort zone while still not so far that it's not me. So I don't know. That'd be cool. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like your song says, I can dream, can't I? <laughs> exactly. That, that's the idea. I mean, it's you just got, you have to have dreams like that. You never know, right? Right. Yeah. Anything can happen, really. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, do you have a particular message that you, you know, want to get out to your fans? Um, I think just, yeah, the general, like, 
remember like during a time like this is just a good time, the irony and stuff, like just have like believe in your imagination and your dreams and don't lose sight of them just because when sometimes the world can like feel really like stagnant and like scary and everything. And I just, you know, I think it's important. I would hope that my music brings a sort of light energy to people. It's just important that I try and do that. Yeah. That's, that's really all it's about is just trying to, you know, we're all sequestered away. We're all doing the best we can. And personally, I think a song like yours is very uplifting and it's just nice to listen to. And, you know, it's just great to have on period. So good Thank job. You. I'm really <laughs> glad you like it. Yeah. No. Um. What kind of music do you usually have on the show? Well, I mean, typically, and, and I, I, allow any kind of musician to come on the show i i'm not exclusive like that um but personally i'm more of a um metalhead so no way <laughs> to enjoy a song like yours is is pretty impressive in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> that's so. dope i i actually love that when i went to belmont my like final project in this big class was promoting a band like that was essentially like we were put into groups and we had to promote a band and you had to fill out this survey of um what kind of music you liked and because I was just so open they put me and not because I don't like metal but like I just said I like all kinds of music and so they put me in the metal group <laughs> and so <laughs> I was like just like this I don't know like it's just if you knew me better, it'd be funnier. But it's just like it's really funny, the irony of me being in that group. But like, let me tell you, like I went to a couple metal shows in that process because I had to get in the hole, and it was fun. I had a great time. Like, and I just think that everybody should have an open mind. I just it was it was dope. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a fantastic story. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Do you have a talent that you would consider useless? <laughs> Oh my god. Um useless? Yeah. Uh <laughs> probably. Um <laughs> God, I don't I don't know. I have like you're really good at snapping or <laughs> Oh my god. I am trying to like think about it. Um I think I have really good handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm never gonna do anything with that. Because <laughs> it's not good enough to like make posters or signs, but it's it's really pretty to look at. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I suppose that's it. Might not be totally useless, but as of now, it's completely useless. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what do you think you'd be doing right now if you if you weren't a musician? Oh God, I ask myself that all the time because it's hard to be a musician. So I'm like, do I want to give up? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but not really. Uh, well, I hope you don't. <laughs> thanks. Um, I would probably God. Um. I would probably be doing something related to fashion or entertainment. I, I've definitely, I've always liked fashion and just the entertainment world. Something involved with that. That's all right. That's fair. I like it. I'll buy that for a dollar. All right. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot, a lot of money. Just a dollar. <laughs> that makes me feel very valued. <laughs> 
So the question I have for you now is uh, probably, I don't know, it's up to you how much of this you really want to answer, but I find it's a pretty interesting opportunity for people to get things off their chest, but also kind of laugh about it now, whereas they couldn't back then. (laughs) So my question for you is, what's the most trouble that you've gotten into? (laughs) Um, oh my God, you were talking to the wrong person. I'm like, I've been so innocent my whole life. Um, sure. I can't stress that enough. It's actually been kind of sad because I look back on my life now and I actually wish I did more. Um, <laughs> like truly I do. I, but when I think about it, um, the most trouble I've ever gotten into was probably when I, I would, I think it was the first time that I drank alcohol in high school, probably. That okay. was just like, yeah, that's the only thing I can remember. Because after that, in college, I didn't really get in any trouble or anything. Um, but the first time I drank alcohol, I, I think I just like, I'm like super close with my parents. And I think my mom, like, and she's over it now, obviously, but she just, she felt very betrayed. And she found out about it. And I did it with my just best friends, like in my friend's basement or something stupid. But um, <laughs> like, it was the most harmless thing in the entire world. Um, but she just like freaked out and got really mad at me. I'm so sorry for how boring that answer is. I like, I'm trying to think of something else. I, God, I think I like accidentally had an edible once, but that was an accident. And <laughs> I can't that stress was, that enough that it was an yeah, accident. <laughs> it really was because I have major anxiety around that. Okay. So, yeah. That was the only other time. So unfortunately, I'm boring. I'm really sorry. <laughs> no, not boring at all. That that's fine. That's absolutely fine. We'll we'll get back to business. We'll go we'll 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 go back to the business side of things. And Wonderful. do you have anything in the works? Like anything you're working on to put out soon? Or well, I've had all the time in the world to think about it um, during this quarantine. So I've. I'm probably going to finish out an EP by the end of the year. So kind of release single by single until I have a full new EP out. And we have a cool like backyard stage that my roommate built, which is cool. And I might do like a release show in our backyard um, and kind of have a bunch of people out for that. So it might be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be really. And and you're going to do that in Wisconsin? No, Nashville. I, okay. I live in Nashville. I'm just here for the quarantine. Just I see. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. That's awesome. Is there anything about the industry itself that you would you would hope like if you could change it? Is there something about the music industry that you would change? Oh, that's a good question. Um, mm, yes and no. I mean, I think I do think that there. I just heard too many talented people not heard enough by the mainstream that, you know, that kind of hurts my heart. Just living in Nashville, I've heard so many, I have so many friends that are just incredible and I wish they were heard more. Um, you know, I, I don't know how that would happen, but yeah, if that was, if there's a way to change that, then yes, I would change it that way. Um, you know, where it wasn't just like everyone only hears the top hits, right. And then they don't hear anything else. I wish that there was some way to change that. Um, but other than that, I think there's actually, I do think that there are so many cool things happening in the music world right now. And obviously in payment too, but I mean, that's kind of a whole other conversation that I don't really involve money with my music yet until it's more of a career for myself. Okay. All right. Right on. Do you, during this, uh, quarantine and, and being sequestered away, have you found yourself doing any new hobbies or hobbies that you enjoy anyway? Um, no, I've just been watching a lot of Netflix and TikTok. 
I want to be more productive, but I, I mean, I've been reading and stuff, but um, reading and writing music, as long as I have been writing music, then I feel like entitled to do whatever I want the rest of the time. But <laughs> so right. as long as I have some productive time in there, but, um, but I'll probably, God, if this keeps going on, I'll have to develop some new, new hobby just, <laughs> just right. out of pure boredom. I don't know. Well, uh, have you been, have you been doing new hobbies? No. <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> Same well, old hobby. Everybody, because I just I need ideas, and I don't feel I feel like I have nothing to do. So oh, I've been. Asking. I see. I see. <laughs> no, no, I have not done any new hobbies. I still do all the same things that I've done before. So <laughs> I uh, uh, I apologize for that boring answer. No, that's totally <laughs> fine. I can't be mad because I'm same boat. Same boat. <laughs> <laughs> when you're kicking back watching Netflix or TikTok, do you have like a uh, particular snack or food that you like to munch on while you're watching? Popcorn, always. Popcorn, always. Like the the super heavy duty butter or just plain? No, plain. I'm, I'm well, not plain. Um, I'm kind of a popcorn like fanatic. So I have like certain brands that I like and ways that I like it prepared. So um, my My, like roommates always make fun of me for it. They always know I'm home because I'm like making popcorn. But um, yeah, (laughs) it's like really weird. But yeah, I definitely that's like what I'm always eating, like at all times. (laughs) Well, that's fair. Not edibles, though. No, God, that was an accident. Remember? <laughs> ah, yes, the accident. <laughs> I made that clear, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The air quotes made that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. such an accident. <laughs> <laughs> well, my last official question for you is: What advice do you have for somebody who's just setting out in in the career path of being a musician or an artist in general? Oh, um, definitely, definitely find your own sound and just stick to it and don't be afraid to like just put yourself out there I think too many people are trying to be other people and it just doesn't do anything you know you don't get anywhere doing that so definitely just really be confident in your own sound I like it that's perfect advice yeah and (laughs) and I'm sure that comes from your own experiences it sure does (laughs) (laughs) there it is (laughs) yeah I spent too much time trying to be other people it's just I'm over it now (laughs) like okay too much too much well I'm glad for that because this song I can dream can't I is absolutely amazing thank Um, you so in this last little bit of the show I'd like to open it up uh if you would like and do a little shameless self-promotion and tell all the beautiful listeners, all your social medias, so they can go follow and click the likes and the bells and all that good stuff. All that stuff. Um, sure, I'll keep it brief. Um, my website is jamiejeanmusic.com. My Instagram, you can just search by either like jamiejeanmusic. Um, and Facebook, same same thing. It's all the same same three words, jamiejeanmusic. Um, so you can find it anywhere and you can find and just listen to the song via iTunes, Spotify, anything. So Google, whatever, whatever you have, it should come up. (laughs) (laughs) I fingers crossed for sure. And it's great that you keep it simple like that because you can just go to any social media platform, type in, like you said, type in those three words and boom, there it is. Well, I'm too lazy. Like I would be a hypocrite if I like made people like go out of their way because I know I don't go out of my way for for music. So I'm (laughs) like i'm not gonna make other people so we're just we're gonna keep it 
We're going to keep it simple. <laughs> right. You'll only go out of your way to make sure that popcorn is prepared perfectly. Exactly. Yeah. Selective, <laughs> selective areas for that. <laughs> for I sure. love it. Well, thank you so very much, Jamie, for coming on the show and, and speaking to me today. It has been an absolute blast talking to you. You're such a fun and uplifting person. I really hope that everything goes beautifully for you in, in the quarantine and afterwards. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. And I, I'm glad you're feeling better. And I hope that the rest of this quarantine is okay and not super boring for you. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. As yeah. long as I have guests like you to talk to and beautiful listeners who tune in and keep this show going, I will be way good even years beyond the quarantine. So Thanks. thank you and thank you to all the listeners for doing what you do best and supporting the show. I really, really, really hope you go support Jamie. She's a great person and deserves it. So go to all her socials, follow along, go to Spotify or wherever you can get fine music and get this song. You're going to love it, I promise. So thank you all very much and we'll see you all next time. Oh, now that was an awesome interview. Thanks so much for listening. You all are so great. And don't forget to head to Facebook, Insta, and Twitter and follow The Leo Effects. If you want to hear some comedy and ridiculous voices, check out Shattered Dungeons on YouTube and all other places podcasts can be heard. And you'll hear me voicing crazy characters, usually pretty terribly. So thank you so much. You all are the absolute best. And we will see you all on the next episode.